So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you're having a fantastic day, and I want to just thank you for tuning in. Hey, uh, I don't usually mention this, but we've had a, uh, an interview recently where we are getting tons of feedback on positive feedback. And so, um, you know, ordinarily, I wouldn't say, you know, go back and check this episode. It was so amazing. Sometimes we do follow ups and whatever. And then we'll we'll mention a previous episode. But um, episode 320 with Joey House on using breathwork to manage triggers, why ice baths create unstoppable resilience and the power of body awareness is an unbelievable episode and then i i did a write-up on it in our newsletter and got more comments and more feedback there so um you know we mentioned it because i think it's it's really connecting with our audience and so if you haven't got a chance to listen to it yet go back if you've listened to it once maybe you need to listen to it again um i'm on this big thing right now of not not really taking in tons of information but really just doubling tripling and quadrupling down on the information that's actually valuable. And so there's a couple podcast interviews that I've listened to probably five times this year already just because the the content was what I needed. And I thought, you know what, rather than waiting for the new episode to come out, this one is speaking volumes to me. Let's just listen to this again and again and again. So if you've already listened, you may need to do that. And if you haven't, you might end up doing that anyway because it, it was a really good interview with Joey. And I think there's a lot of good content there. Other thing I'll, I'll mention really quick is uh, we are growing our Facebook community. It's called Deep Clean Inner Circle. I'd love for you to be a part of it. This is just a way for you to get some community while you pursue recovery. Uh, we know that the more contact points that you have with people who are either peer-to-peer or peer-to-leader, uh, you know, to therapist, wh- whatever that, that kind of figure might be in your life, um, the more contact points you have the better chance you have at at making a full recovery and sustaining that recovery as well. And so Deep Clean Inner Circle is just a very cost-effective way for you to do that. There's no price. You literally fill out three questions. You do have to fill those questions out, so please don't leave them blank. And then you get a chance to get trainings from me, uh, community with other people, we, we, you know, we do a little bit of coaching in there as well. So if you have questions and stuff, we'll make sure that we reply to you. Just tag me in your posts and, um, and I'll get back. So a um, couple opportunities there, but let's dive in today. We're talking about a really interesting subject and that is dealing with insecurity as a man. And this was inspired by a conversation that we had in our coaching community and then furthered by just an interesting observation I've had watching my wife interact with some of her friends lately. And um, I don't know what your upbringing was like. I just know for me, between the the Indian culture, being a pastor's kid, and then having a high-achieving personality, sharing or revealing insecurities in any way, shape, or form was off the table. Because it, for me personally, like my, my mentality was that's a sign of weakness. Um, from an Indian culture perspective, that's disgraceful to the family, right? It looks, it reflects poorly. And from a uh, being a pastor's kid perspective, it it would reflect poorly on my dad. So kind of the same thing, like reflecting poorly on your family. 
But then um, it was also, uh, you kind of felt the pressure to be like a shining example. So it kind of felt like if people saw my weaknesses, then I would be letting them down. And I can remember feeling that at a very, very young age. So this whole idea of like vulnerability and all of that has been like such a like this is a skill I've had to learn. It does not come naturally. And it's interesting because I'm married to somebody who does this very well. She's very open and transparent and she'll start sharing things about her life. And I'm going like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? Like, we don't need to, we don't want people to see that part, you know? And she just doesn't even think twice about it. And I've I've really worked hard to get over my stuff so that I'm not blaming her for like, hey, I don't think we were supposed to share that and realizing actually, this is a good thing that she's doing. I'm just really uncomfortable with it. But all of this has kind of pointed me into this conversation today about how to deal with insecurity as a man. Because, um, you know, like I said, I haven't done it well historically. And yet the reality is, you know, I, like all of us, face insecurity every single day. So I wanted to share a couple thoughts and um, a couple things that we can learn from women because women do this much better. I feel like for guys, you know, it has to be like this conscious, concerted effort to be transparent, to talk about insecurities, and to even kind of broach the subject. Otherwise, our our default nature is we sort of stuff it down or we overcompensate for it. Whereas I feel like women know that when they have insecurities, their their coping mechanisms are generally quite healthy, especially in sort of the uh, communal aspect. Now, I'm not saying that women, you know, don't have insecurities and whatever else. I would say generally my wife struggles with insecurity more than me, but I've just observed the way she goes about it is much healthier than the way I go about it. So uh, hopefully I'm giving you a nice comprehensive context before I dive in. The The essence of insecurity is self-judgment. If, if we never judged ourselves, we would never be insecure. Some of the least secure people in the world are, are those whose brains have not developed. They're adults, but they're developmentally delayed. And as a result, they don't have the insecurity because they don't have the capacity to judge or evaluate themselves. It's one of those beautiful things in the world. And it sets for us a, a model or a precedent of what it looks like for you and I to be void of insecurity. To, to be void of insecurity doesn't mean that you have muscles and that you make tons of money and that you know you have the hot girl on your arm. It, it, it doesn't mean that you've covered all your bases. In fact, we know that people who, who blatantly pursue those things that are, that are not um, or in a way that's not undergirded by values actually end up being some of the most insecure, hollow people in the world. Now, you can have those things. You cannot have those things. Real security is the acceptance of self. Is the acceptance of self. Everything boils down to how we view ourselves. And the best demonstration I can think of is if you can imagine some of the more uh, hurtful words that have stuck with you over the years. What made those things hurtful it's, it was not the words themselves. It was the fact that you believed it to be true. You know, because I, and I guess the, the reason I say that is because I can think of a bunch of hurtful, hurtful words that people have spoken about me even recently. You know, I'm just a bit more in the public eye. Like, I mean, that, that's not even the right language. I have a bit more of a following. We'll put it that way. And so, you know, you get people's opinions more and, you know, we've been criticized for charging money for our programs. You know, I saw a bunch of comments on a preach I did recently where it's like, oh, he didn't preach out of the Bible. This is not a man of God, da, 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 da. Those things are like water off a duck's back. Why? 
because they're talking about something that I know is not true. I don't believe them for a second. But if somebody were to speak something and it it maybe it it sort of uh, aligns with some self-doubt I've already had. Maybe it aligns with something that I've already believed falsely or negatively about myself and it lands on that. It it starts to solidify or confirm the insecurity. So a great example is uh, my physical body. You know, I, I can remember the first time, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but the first time I got invited to someone's house who had like a hot tub, we were in like grade nine and you know, everyone's going to Renee's, Renee's has a hot tub and I'm like, oh crap, Renee has a hot tub. That means that like, I'm going to be taking my shirt off and you know, I just felt so self-conscious about my body. So the, the night I got invited, I was up doing sit-ups and you know, like just all the classic like things that an insecure grade nine person would do. And I don't really feel insecure about my body that way anymore. But I get made fun of a lot for my body hair because I, I have, I am basically covered head to, head to toe in body hair. Um, a few areas being exceptions like the inner part of my arms and my neck. And, um, and honestly, there's, there's not much else than that. Uh, my obliques, I guess. And, um, you know, just story of being an Indian man, I suppose. But I, I guess I've, I've gotten a lot of comments and they don't bother me the way they used to. But, you know, even my wife and I were at, at the beach this weekend and I, I always have that first thought when I take my shirt off of like, oh, the body hair and am I going to be judged and are people going to laugh at me and, and whatever, whatever. But the reason that insecurity exists is, I mean, I do have a hairy body, but the reason the insecurity exists is not, it's not because I have body hair and it's not because somebody made a comment about it. It's first because I judged myself. I, I I agreed or I believed that this was this was like I don't know judge worthy. You know, I, I I essentially believed that this was a problem, and so all the other experiences land on that, and that's really really important. It's also very empowering because what it means is people can have their thoughts about me. They can think their things. They can say their words. They can do whatever they want to to expose or kind of promote an insecurity, but. I get to decide whether or not it actually impacts me. Like I, I get to decide how I see myself, how I treat myself, how I love myself. And that's ultimately what's going to determine how those words or those thoughts impact me. So the, the solution that's kind of embedded in this is you and I learning to love ourselves and to see ourselves the way God sees us. The worst thing that you could do in this conversation is swing the pendulum too far the other way and be ultra positive about yourself at the expense of honesty. Like, like I can't, I can't be like, oh, you know, my body, my body is, um, or my level body hair is perfectly normal or whatever, whatever. It's not really true, at least not in North America. Most North American bodies don't have a lot of body hair. So it's better for me to just acknowledge, yeah, this is a standout quality. Not everybody considers it attractive or appealing or whatever, but this is my body that God gave me and I accept it and I choose to love it the way it is. It's better for us to be honest instead of trying to coddle it and be like, oh, you know, it's not that hairy or da 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 da. It's like, let's just call it a spade or call a spade a spade. That's the saying. <laughs> let's call a spade a spade. And then let's just let's just learn to accept it and feel comfortable within it. That's where true security comes. And so it's a it's a quick episode today, guys. But the the essence here is learning to love yourself honestly. 
We're, we're not trying to just spoon feed positivity statements down our throats until we see ourselves void of any you know negativity or or whatever. But what we're trying to do is avoid judging ourselves or condemning ourselves and instead accepting us for the way that we truly are, just with an honest view seen through the eyes of love. And the test of this, the test of your security is how you handle failure. So for me with my body hair, it's like um, the next time I get a comment or whatever, how do I respond? Not how do I respond externally, not, not what do I say but what's the inner response? Is the inner response, oh my gosh, I'm so embarrassed, da-da-da-da, cover up, hide, hide? Or or am I learning to just say, this is my body. I love my body the way it is. It's okay if that, that person sees it differently. It's okay if the comment came through. I choose to love myself. Now, uh, the, the thing that I think we can learn from women is, is the openness with which they share their insecurities. And I've had, I've had hit and miss success as a man. You know, I've I've opened up about my insecurities to some guys who have really just not known how to handle it. And then I've opened up to other guys who have been incredibly loving and supportive and it's been really good. And, you know, part of the reason is because I don't, like I said, I don't share these things naturally. So when I do, I think my friends are always caught off guard a little bit. So I've done, there's like some social conditioning there that kind of plays into those funny responses sometimes. Um, In addition to the fact that, you know, guys aren't doing this regularly by nature, but I want to encourage you, if you find that there's an area of your life where you're really struggling with insecurity, um, in addition to what we've talked about, you know, learning to love yourself and and gaining that appreciation for yourself in an honest way, I think the other thing you'd want to consider is how, how could you start opening up to somebody else about this? How could you let someone into that, the inner workings and sort of the thought patterns and the thought processes? Because the better that you're able to do that, the more support you're going to have along the way. And like I was saying at the top of this podcast, you know, the more touch points, the more connections that you have as you go through this recovery journey and and through life in general, the better supported you'll be and the more likely you will be to, you know, achieve and accomplish and and push into the things that God has called you to. That's what this is really all about at the end of the day. So I hope this has helped you guys a little bit. Um, Look, we are all working through these things. Some of us are going to be more secure in ourselves than others, but we all have the capacity. It's just a matter of learning how to manage the insecurities when they come up and stepping into places of greater security within. Thank you guys so much for listening. Much love to all of you. As a reminder, if you want some training, you want a bit more communal support in your recovery journey, Deep Clean Inner Circle is a free Facebook group. Click the link in the show notes or you can look it up on Facebook. It'll pop up, Deep Clean Inner Circle. Much love to you guys. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. 
I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.